0: Good morning, Alan. How are you doing? Very morning. well.
1: Uh, thanks very much for taking the time to be with us. No doubt you welcome the announcement of this second round of the Community Recognition Fund.
0: Yeah, it's good to see, you, Alan, um, as we know and have discussed Clare and in particularly uh, my area around North Clare have delivered You know, and, and reacted uh, incredibly uh, positively over the last two years of the emergency. And I think they've shown a, a great leadership and a great positivity of how to deal with what has been a very challenging time so putting our communities first and foremost is critical in in in, in all of this um, and putting the community needs and investing in our communities around this um, emergency time and recognizing their contribution you know I certainly welcome it. it would be the second year as you said where over three million or three million euro was was invested in Clare uh, last year and across care communities through this transformative fund so absolutely welcome that it, it's been considered again something i've really pressed for that there's a multiannual annual uh, approach to this and that there's a, a strategic approach to it as well that it's across different areas not just funding but it looks at resources and that we secure funding and resources that are needed for our local local communities
1: and Joe, can you give us an idea? You mentioned around 3 million spent in communities in Clare during the first round of, of the Community Recognition Fund. Uh, no doubt, to Varna got its fair share from that as well. What what kind of projects was the money spent on that benefited the local community, be they uh, people who were already there or arrivals from Ukraine or elsewhere?
0: Yeah, well, first the, the projects were, were community-based, so they were based on, on, on communities having identified um, and consulted with, the, with everybody as to what they needed. So you're looking at projects from sports uh, projects like uh, multi-use games areas, astroturf that was delivered in, uh, in Ballyvon, Vaughan, walking track around the, the sports fields, um, looking at improvement to community halls and facilities. Um, there was a community bus provided, uh, looking at car park upgrades, looking at a, a, t- a public toilet upgrade in, uh, in an assignment to restore that option there and you're looking at improvements to um, the sports field in the in, in scanner, um, you know, and you're looking at town master plan for Liston Varna, which is funded in that, all the way to uh, repairing and uh, doing essential works to a community room in the church in Liston Varna. So wide and varied, and that's one of the attractive things about this fund is it's wide and varied as long as it's community-based and it is addressing issues. and and proven that there has been community consultation around the priorities that have been delivered. But it is transformative because uh, projects are being delivered here. It could potentially take 10 years and and, and going through massive efforts of fundraising and everything else. It's 100% funded. So the stress of going out and trying to fundraise or take out loans is taking out of it. Another unique aspect of it is that it covers the fees, the professional fees that are needed to develop projects like engineering and QS and project management that normally isn't covered by the other grants. And I suppose the transformative nature of it that I would see, having been lucky enough to work with groups across North Clare and the county over the last few years with some major projects, is that it, if it's strategically planned, it can be aligned with other funding streams. So it can actually build up something really, really significant uh, as long as it's strategic.
1: This second round of funding is going to be slightly different from the first. There'll be a focus on the delivery of of larger-scale projects, Joe, which are going to have more impact for communities, I suppose, particularly for somewhere like liston Varn in the areas in Clare that received funding during the first round and maybe took care of some smaller-scale projects. Is this a welcome change that uh, the, the focus will be on those those larger-scale projects?
0: Well, it is. I said, sometimes these larger-scale projects couldn't take... 10 to 15 years, you look at how long it took us to get the swimming pool in Hinch, uh, you know, d- developed a large-scale project there. But the impact of those large-scale projects, well planned and, engaged and and done in consultation with the community, is generational. So I, I, I'm a I'm very firm believer in, in trying to get these pieces of infrastructure because around them really good things happen. It gives an opportunity for people to mix and to meet and you get exponential benefit while you get sharing of ideas. And you get integration and you get people meeting each other, young and old. And they're fully, you know, they can be fully accessible. So there's a bit of planning involved around that. And um, I suppose we're fortunate in, in, in Clear and a lot of communities as well that they have embarked on local area plans with their local development company. They've engaged with our rural development offices in Clare County Council. So um, a lot of people have been putting thought into this for a few years. Um, so those transformative projects, you know, ha- are probably being brought to a level where they can now potentially be delivered or at least leveraged by this fund, and then maybe align with other funds like Town and Village Renewal, Rural Regeneration, Local Council Funds or the upcoming Leader Program. So that can have exponential benefits and it will have intergenerational impact for years to come. Um, You know, one thing I love about funding is that it's not a strategy. It actually delivers something tangible and when funding comes and is well managed and i think local communities have shown a capacity to do that really well across multiple projects in the county you know look at look at the projects been developed in the valley beside the school It's going to have impact to the local community you know um they, they have shown the capacity to do it and actually their ability to deliver i think compares very very well with some public projects that we see so i think we need to trust our community leaders much more in, in giving them a, a leadership role in this, um, and and I think the benefit of that from that engagement will be will be exponential
1: as well. You mentioned in those within the the local community, but the local authorities are going to have more flexibility on what the money can be spent on. But it, it it will though include projects that can help address dereliction, buying or refurbishing buildings, and that include community or cultural facilities as well as. Uh, the development of parks and playgrounds and purchase of equipment and so on. Are, are you satisfied enough with that? Or should should communities themselves, given they know what's going on on the ground and what's needed on the ground, have the f- absolute final say on what the money is spent on rather rather than the local authority?
0: Well, the way this is structured, the local communities actually do get to put forward their priority projects. So as you said, there, there are a number of maybe derelict buildings, there are, there are community halls, you know i know i know a community childcare center that's looking at adding capacity by building a new room um so in fact while the local authority have a big role in this in 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 prioritizing projects that are shovel ready um the, the say and the prioritization of what's needed is coming from the ground up and it has to show that there is a consultation piece already in place with with the local community that that's what they actually want so I'm confident that this, um, local communities that are already and they've been planning will, will their priorities will be recognised by the local authority in selecting them. Um, so that, that, that's the way it's done and, and that's why the really big impact um, is being had by projects like this and, and by funding like this. And I hope there'll be more than 50 million. I've been pressing really hard at this, that they actually enhance that scheme and they make it a multi-annual scheme that, you know, you can plan for next year as well. Um, and you can plan that you're going to be getting support maybe from other funding streams to be aligned with that, Um, and it will deliver on the ground for local host communities, which really this is where the priority has to be, resources and investment in host communities that have proven a capacity to be welcoming, and and while it has been very challenging and we need to see a joined-up piece of thinking as to how this progresses out of this uh, and, and a sustainable uh, plan for everybody, including you know, the people who have come seeking refuge uh, who, who, who may want to stay here and add to our, um, add to our communities and, provi- and, and, and work as an awful lot of them are providing critical services. So, post communities, 1st we'll make sure that everybody is, uh, is on board. Uh, you know, and I suppose particularly as well, i like to see the fact here that Minister Norma Foley is looking at schools in particular and looking at an enhanced investment in schools uh, that wasn't there last year. And our schools have carried a, 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 huge, um, a, a huge challenge through this and also have been exemplary. And I would like to see, and I know it's been considered and looked at, supports for SMEs and small businesses in our tourism areas that may have been affected because the footfall has been taken away due to hotel rooms being used. So I know that's being looked at, something again, I know those have been pressing for. And it's necessary but most of all what's needed is a coherent strategic plan going forward so that everybody can see where we're going with this investment like the 50 million or much more as i would hope for is a very strong part of that because you can have all the strategies you like but if you don't back it up with investments you know it's 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 it's, 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 it's hot here, as people would say so it's really good to see cash coming
1: into communities as well and as you say, communities themselves can decide what the priority is in terms of projects that they want um, addressed in their area but with the local authority having uh, more flexibility on what the money can be spent on and as you said Joe that they will prioritise these a community putting forward a project is no guarantee that it will actually receive funding
0: i would look at if, if a project is shown already and the work has been done and that's what that, that uh, behind it and and the consultation and it's prioritized by by the community um my experience has been that that is that has been successful in being selected but in this scheme by the local authority so i i don't have any great concerns in that and um, you know local authority works closely with communities in this in fairness the the, uh, the, the forum for the response to the refugee crisis, led by uh, Director Jason Murphy, you know, has worked very closely across County Clare with with all the agencies and community. And and, and you know, the agencies have a big role to play here as well because um, they're supporting um, communities and they can see and work with communities in identifying the real need. Um, and it also helps I suppose, Alan, to identify resources, not just money. You know, if you if you, if you look at developing the park, or, or um, you know, a childcare centre. Your you, you, your mind has to also turn: how is that going to be managed and run? Um, and can we seek other resources to help to do that subsequently? Um, so I I would have no or no no problem with the fact that I think what communities prioritise. You know, look at I I say to people if they communities are, are thinking of this, just make sure you have your I suppose ducks in a row as you say with funding up and applications. If you have planning permission, you have the necessary consent, you have the community consultation done. That you have, um, you know, an estimate from uh, from a QS or from from a contractor to do it. You know, some of those main main areas um, are, are important to have. They may be the things that, that you could fall down on when you put forward a project. But if you don't have any permission and it requires it then that project, the doubt of being able to deliver it exists. So that may cause you a problem. So just look at, and I would encourage people to consult with. Um, you know, the Rural Development Officers uh, and Care County Council um, and, and with um, local councillors who will be able to point them in the right direction around having what we call the ducks in a row to, to make maximum benefit from this fund.
1: You mentioned earlier that you thought you would like to see the next round of the Community Recognition Fund be m- much more than the £50 million that's there. What about the sums that are earmarked for uh, the allocations for certain projects, the minimum a project, if it's successful, will receive as fifty thousand euro. The maximum is half a million. Uh, that is that fair enough? Should should it be more? I mean, uh, the uh, the max of half five hundred thousand euro. W- would you feel that would be enough to take care of a lot of the uh, of larger projects that come to mind uh, within Clare? Maybe ones that have previously been taken care of in the first round, or that you know uh, in communities such as your own uh, they would like to address. Would half a million be enough to to take care of that?
0: The most thing I'd like to see, Alan, is um, that, the project could be, that, that the funding could be allowed to align with other funding streams, so that if you potentially want to do a, uh, a retrofit or an investment to make buildings or, or facilities energy efficient, that you can also go to SEAI and secure the funding to do solar panels or your retrofit. It would go alongside this fund or co-fund with it. That's where you get the, the exponential, I suppose, benefit. Um, and that you can bring in other funding streams into a project. Um, half a million sounds like an awful lot of money. It is, um, no doubt about that. Um, so certainly large-scale projects, um, you know, could potentially cost, uh, cost that and more. But I think uh, it's welcome and it's, good. it's a really good basis, you know. If anyone ever told me you're starting off with half a million for a project, I'd, I'd, um, I'd bite their hand off. Um, Because I know from experience, and and, and this will be, you know, assisted by rural development officers and and care local development Company and others, if you have a really good start like that in a major project, you know, your chances of success are, 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 um, you know, exponentially improved and you will be successful. As long as you have all the other pieces in place as well and your community is behind you and you have the consultation done. Um, As I said, one of the really good things about this is the professional fees are covered in this fund. They were covered last year and I expect will be covered this year as well. So that allows, you know, an awful lot of the time communities in particular and and, and voluntary groups are struggling to find the money to pay the engineer or the architect or the quantity surveyor or or the the energy expert to come in and do the assessments for you. And that can block an awful lot of projects from progressing. This fund allows the fund allows you to cover those costs within it. Again, as long as you've gone through, you know, procurement and proper competitive pricing. So uh, as I said, if anybody came to me with half a million to start off a project ever I'd be I'd be biting their hand off. Um, you know, assuming projects started with five thousand euro I <laughs> months. So, you know, as long as your community is behind you. And you're engaging with the professionals, the local authorities, the local development company and and people I think there's a very good um, basis there behind getting some really, really transformative things
1: done okay. Just before I let you go Joe, a quick question from a listener on 086 since we're talking about funding asking, uh, where's funding for Ennistime in hospital, they feel that the elderly uh, need care there and that it's so so sad that they've been forgotten, we know of course 12 beds currently lying vacant there at the nursing home because of, of, of staffing deficits, that includes 6 which were built as part of a new long stay ward last June
0: Absolutely, and it's something that the and Senator Martin Conway, and all those have been engaging with the HSE at regional level on. Our oh, community hospital in this is is absolutely critical, and it needs to be invested in. Um, and we have been pressing very hard with the HSE to work with the local management and the team there to, to get it up to maximum level. Uh, I know, I know everybody who works there, close uh, uh, relations in friends of mine, and. They're really dedicated staff and need the support and the focus um, to get our hospital up. People over the years have invested and fundraised and, you know, gone got the extra mile to have our hospital there in the center, and it needs to be supported to the maximum. Um, I, I would say we have a, a lot of good people focusing on it and I'd be hopeful that we will see a couple of results there soon.